It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing on this Marquesis Monday? I don't think that's the right song. Just another yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, we, you, you all know. You know the song. You know the song and we're trying we to We got sing. a bunch of Bengals fans here. You all know yeah. Susanna Hoff. Yeah. Susanna uh, Hoff and Richard Hoff from season one of Survivor. Jared Goff, quarterback of the Detroit Lions. I've told you before, Thomas, his name is Jared Goff with an L. <laughs> Jared Goff. he's trying to get the fewest points. And That's from what I've heard of like, the Lions. They had they, like the second most points in the NFL last year. They scored a I, lot. That's what I was going to say. He's even bad at that. Yeah, he's Jared Jared Golf, great quarterback, terrible golfer. They should have called him Jared Throw or Jared Football. They should have named him Jared Quarterback. They should have named him. I, think, I would yeah, you have to. It's someone who believes so like wholeheartedly in nominative determinism, changing their last name so that their kid can be named like Jared Quarterback. Well, I, I I assume that's what Johnny Gargano's parents did when they named him Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, this is my son, Tom Brady, quarterback. <laughs> Brady's his middle name. That's right. No, it's all one. It's one. It's just Tom Brady. This is his name. Mm. Tom Brady. Yeah, that's his Tom, first not name. Tom Brady. That's you. That is me. I am Tom, and I'm not Tom Brady. Is it Tom Brady or Tomb Brady? Tomb Brady. <laughs> Hey, Susanna Hoff, Laura Croft. You think about that? <laughs> You're hearing it more and more. <laughs> yeah. It's all come full circle. It's all cough full circle. Okay. We had to go back. So we just watched, uh, we just, <laughs> I think we met, we talked about this on Twitter yesterday, but we just watched the, uh, we're not going to Guam, are we episode? Yeah, oh, yep. Love that. Of, of Lost. Um, a second time we had watched like, 80% of it, but then Hulu, you know, will sometimes just restart an episode yep. if, uh, if for whatever reason, if you haven't finished it. Um, so we watched the entire thing thinking, I was like, I, I swear we would just watch this. Uh, it was because we had. Anyway, Lost is a television program about some people living on an island. Speaking it of people was, who are not going to Guam. Speaking Okay, yeah, that's better. Speaking of people who are not going to Guam, Thomas, you and I are probably not going to Guam anytime soon. Uh, but maybe the people on Survivor might, because they're in the South Pacific. Did you watch Survivor 44 last night? Jake, I did. And this episode was called I'm Felicia. What did you think of this title? Um... It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, like I get it, but I don't know if you get it. You know? No, I don't. I, what's that a reference to? I've never heard that before. I don't know that Jeff had ever heard that before. No, I don't think Jeff has. I I watched. Uh, you might be unsurprised to hear the first time I watched Friday, I did fall asleep uh, about halfway through. Well, yeah, to our listeners, that is not a slight to the movie Friday. That is just what Jake does when he watches movies. Yeah, I, I fall asleep during the movies a lot because I'm a sleepy baby boy. Uh, but I rewatched Friday after this episode because I was like, I want to get the full context of who Felicia is because people throw this phrase around so much and it feels gross. I must have missed all the, the lore. I must have missed all the Felicia yeah. lore when I fell asleep. I need the Felicia lore. Let me get Felicia's backstory. Let me go to the Friday wiki and just see all the <laughs> entries on it for Felicia. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think Krylon's a Felicia. I, I think Jeff loves running with an idea unless the idea is knighting someone when you give them a sword. Jeff doesn't like that. <laughs> Jeff doesn't like that. That's the one he, time he doesn't like to run with a joke. Whatever. Jeff should retire. And I should. I think that over. Jeff was right to uh, not go along. Like, I, I think my favorite thing this entire season was Jeff being visibly annoyed at having to knight Kane. 
Yes, it's funny to be visibly annoyed, but it's also funny to go through with the bit as visibly annoyed. Like, it bothers me that he gave up halfway through, and it will bother me unless Kane wins that I'll be I'll be willing to forgive. I or think even he, if he makes I think Kane three. got what he deserved. That's what I think. He was asking for it and he got it. He didn't. He didn't. That it'd be like asking for a a plate of food and you get like a side of steamed corn. By a yeah. disgruntled employee at the school. Yeah, well, yeah. well what did you do to make them disgruntled, huh? I asked them for corn. <laughs> so Franny leads a yoga session over at Soka. This was nice. I love yoga. You a yoga guy? A yoga guy? Um, I've tried. It just hasn't really taken. Too hard? Nah, I just the routine of it, I think, is the problem. You hate routine? I'm just bad at sticking to stuff like that. Hmm. It sticks to you, sticks to me. Uh, Josh is feeling close to both pairs on the tribe, which is funny because neither pair cares for him. <laughs> Danny wants two strong pairs to go to the merge together. Good stuff. Um, I'm liking Soka as a tribe overall. Yeah, or, yeah, I know. think I agree. Uh, over on Tika, that's another tribe on this season. That certainly is a tribe that is on this season. <laughs> Somebody has added a red X to the birdcage. Who could it possibly be? I don't understand. There's such a disconnect between where it's like Carolyn is like running around, knocking stuff over and making noise. And everyone is just like, who did this? (laughs) Probably not Carolyn. Carolyn can't is like too dumb to breathe where it's like Carolyn's Carolyn's out there making stuff happen. You should probably you know, take her seriously as a player, but uh, people seem incapable of doing that because she uh, makes weird faces sometimes. She's running around with a a hot dog costume, wearing a hot dog costume, Uh, but nobody would suspect her. Um, it It was her, though. It was Krylin who made the red X because, as she says, X marks the spot. I liked that. As a pirate fan, I liked that. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, this was a well done ruse, and I man the the follow up to it because initially just doing this, I was like, okay, where's she going with this? the The execution of the second part of it was great. Uh, she made two X's with sticks to hide the fake idol underneath the log they use as a bench. Pretty great stuff, honestly. <laughs> Very fun. I love Carolyn. She's my favorite person who's ever been on Survivor. I, I don't know that I would go that far, but I, I, this I was a strong episode for Carolyn. <laughs> I, will, I will. I love her. Um, she's my favorite. I saw somebody on um, one of the websites that talks about Survivor be like, is it just me or is Carolyn like hot? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, she's a conventionally attractive person. I can't believe this person. conventionally attractive woman is attractive. Like, I'm starting to think she's, she's attractive. Kind of kooky and like an older lady. She's not an older lady. She's in her mid thirties. It's she can be. She's still attractive. I do feel like Carolyn is a little bit the you've seen the the meme of the uh, just like love her uh, like so random love her or whatever. And it's just the lady in the frozen food aisle with just like a bag of something on her head. Like, yes. Yeah. Just like the. Yeah. It's like that's Carolyn is kind of that to me a little bit. But she's a good strategic player. That lady, actually, I love that lady with the bag. She's so random. I don't know if you. She's so funny. I don't know if you noticed that. I, well, here's the thing, Thomas. I I know you've had your interactions with her, but I feel like when you talked to her, it was very early in the morning and she hadn't had her coffee yet. That's true. So, I shouldn't have even talked to her. I mean, she was wearing a T-shirt that said, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. And it, I would it love to wear a T-shirt that just says, don't talk to me on it. <laughs> well, it's your birthday soon. Okay, it's the reward challenge, and they do a drone shot of the drone of the reward challenge, and it's like a loop de loop 
so we saw the sky and the ocean and the island all at the same time, and uh, I didn't like it. Don't do that again, please, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> made me made my stomach turn. I you didn't like passed it. out. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> is that train gonna hit me?" Um, there is something where I fall for it every time on TV, and it, oh, I wish I could remember what it is now, but I something I watch regularly. And every time I'm like, oh, I wish I could remember. But I'll, I'll, I'll make note of it next time it happens and bring it back to this great podcast. So they have to climb a ladder and cross a cargo net and launch sandbags at targets. What did you think I of this love one? it when they have to shoot targets. Shooting targets, one of the best things you can do in a challenge. After basketball and some motion, it's the best thing you can do in a challenge. I agree. Number three with a bullet. <laughs> or res- a beanbag. Winners receive tarps. I mean, yeah, we should have known. We probably should have, right? Yeah. It's also so, like such a non-glamorous one that I um, I was uh, I was watching this episode at work today. Don't tell the, nobody. Shh, I was no, watching it on my phone. Oh my god! What? What? Uh, okay. But uh, the. I had to go back because I was like, wait, what did they get for a reward? <laughs> yeah, it, right. It, it's him basically just being like tarps and they show the tarps and that's it. I genuinely forgot it was the tarps until I read that note that I wrote, you know, five days ago. They didn't show them doing anything with the tarps. You would think nobody was celebrating with the tarp they just got. Yeah. Uh, Soka wins and then Ratatouille takes second place. And then three people get chosen to go on a journey, and it's Jamie, Josh, and Carson. Um, I feel like they shouldn't have picked Carson. They should have picked somebody else with J name. Who else yeah. on Ratatouille? Or not Ratatouille, uh, Carson, Carson's old team. Who is Carson on? Tico, Carson, right? Jam Jam. Oh, Jam yeah. Jam's with a Y, you could, though. You could put Jam Jam there. Yeah, okay. That's fine, too. Close enough. Are we forgetting somebody else? Sarah... Carson, Tika, Tika's another person's name, Carolyn, Jam Jam. Yes, it'd have to be Jam Jam then. Um, So the all J, the J crew journey. Uh, Jamie says that she has a magic wand that gives her whatever she wants. And then later she says she wants the full survivor experience. And Jeff Probst, you know what he said? There's no survivor winners at it. But you know what this felt like? It it did feel like it a little bit. Um, I was getting a little bit of a winner's edit vibe from her, but also uh, I am really annoyed by people saying, you know, what really grinds my gears. I'm going to go all Andy Rooney on this, please. We're, we've so abstracted the game at this point that it's like, cause uh, she's not the only person in this episode that talked about the, having the survivor experience. It's like, you're going to have the survivor experience yeah, by but accident. When Jamie, but when Jamie did it, it's because she has the winner's edit. And the yeah. other person has. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, I. It, it, it's one of those things that gets a little annoying about the show, where the show, everything becomes like detached a little bit, and it's like I want to go in there and do all the survivor stuff, as opposed to like. You don't think about that when you're actually surviving. <laughs> you're not like this is an experience. Yeah. Uh, so they each receive an immunity idol that expires before the merge, but also they're joining a new tribe. I loved so much that every single person reacted, like would read like two sentences and then react like they had finished reading what was on the paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If there is a, if there's something that says okay. immunity idol and there's writing underneath it, I am not celebrating until I'm reading all of that writing. Well, it sounds like you should go on Survivor then, since you know all the answers. You know everything about everything, huh? These, yeah, you wanted the full Survivor experience. Well, guess what? You got it. There's new. There's a new wrinkle for that. Um, you best start believing in new Survivor experiences because you're experiencing one. Um. So Josh pulls a purple buff and is joining Tika. Uh, Jamie pulls a green buff and joins Soka. And then Carson reaches into his and he pulls out a little 
Rat in a Chef's Hat and joins Ratatouille. Pretty exciting stuff. I, yeah, what, what, this is fun. I like this. I think this is a fun twist. Did you know um, this is the original way they did it? The original tribe swap? They oh, really? People go they, in season three. This is according to Jeff. Um, I don't really remember. I watched season three recently, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was playing The Sims. But Jeff said the original tribe swap was they sent three people on a summit and they all pulled a new buff and went to their new tribes. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I like it being a, you know, I like doing a tribe swap and giving someone something to defend themselves. Like, I think it's the right time yeah. to do that because it's really tough when you get thrown into an existing group because they usually just vote you out. Yeah. I mean, if this episode's any indication, uh, it was the right call to give those people uh, an immunity. I think, I think it would be better maybe if each person got one idol that is only good for the following tribal council. Like, if you don't go to the next tribal council, it's a dud. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that would way, be kind of fun. They they have a little more time to ingratiate themselves with their new tribe, so they may not need it necessarily. Like, Josh had, what, a day? At, and so he really did need it. Uh, and he used it the way it should be used. Great. Good job for him. Um, but, you know, Carson seems to be making inroads, and now he has uh, an idol. Advantage Carson. And I hate to see a nerd with an advantage, you know? <laughs> He's one tough nerd, in... like, Rick's, like former Governor Rick Snyder. Oh, boy. I'm going to, um, speaking of people we're voting for, I'm going to a... Uh, Brandon Johnson, Bernie Sanders rally. Uh, yes. Are Wilco going to be there? I saw Wilco gave uh, Brandon uh, an endorsement. Oh, um, I don't know. I didn't see anything about that, but they you know, probably won't be. I, there, I didn't see anything that said that they were. I just saw that uh, they endorsed. There was like a video of him with Wilco and I was like, they, well, they've mean, got it. He's got it locked up. It's possible. It's possible because one of their most famous albums does actually have a picture of uh, famous buildings from Chicago. So yeah, and they have an album called Via Chicago. So that's also Chicago based. Yeah. So maybe they'll be there. Uh, they might clash with the artist who will be there, who is Vic Mensa. So that should be fun. That's what I'm doing this weekend. That'll Thursday, be a good time. Yeah. So um, vote for Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. As we keep saying. And have always said and will always say. Uh, and in every meaning of that phrase, we mean it. Yeah. Rubber stamp. <laughs> we like them all. <laughs> all the Brandons are good. Uh, Brandon. Nope. Josh joins Tika. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot how to read for a second. Uh, <laughs> Sarah asks him if he's a surgeon but he because they they uh, heard him talk about his steady hands or whatever, but he denies it and claims that he's actually a landscaper. Can you believe that? Yeah, he actually says that he went to school at the same time as somebody uh, who's a surgeon who was a surgeon, but it wasn't him. Uh, yeah, I, I actually went to school at the same time as Deepak Chopra. Is that his name? The Surgeon General. Who's the no. Sur- hey, who's the surgeon? No. Deepak Chopra is like a spiritual guy. Okay. Who am I thinking of then? I, d- I don't know. Uh, apparently the current um, Surgeon General's name is Vivek Murthy. Not who I was thinking of. Uh, Deepak Chopra is a different guy. Okay, he is an author. Whatever. He's an author and he likes drugs, right? Is that his whole thing? Suzanne Orsega, Jerome Adams, Sylvia Trent Adams. Hmm, do you think they're related? Interesting. Nepotism I searched much? Deepak Chopra and the first video result is, uh, did you ever see the video of that, like, mindset guy that was like, I live three days in one day? Like, mm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's to him. It's Deepak Chopra talking to that guy. Wow, what an amazing conversation that must be. I'm gonna look that up. That sounds cool and chill. Um, apparently, um, I don't know. I'm reading a lot about Surgeon Generals. It feels like I don't understand how this is how this how this works. Man, and The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success is the most 90s book title of all time. <laughs> 1994, baby. Can you say it again? The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Yeah, that sounds good. I want to read that. Uh, Sarah calls him out for being a surgeon. Uh, they, they, they original Tikas are suspicious after Sarah does some math. Hmm. What do you think of that? Yeah, woman doing math, unseemly. But uh, the uh, yeah, I I I think it's uh, I think it's a good strategy to want to throw people off of you, but also it backfired immediately, and I don't think he would have gained that much. Surgeon is one where. I, I don't know. I don't think people would be like, this guy's going to be an amazing strategist. And I think he proved that because he did not do a very good job about? with this. But who's, who's a surgeon? Do you? Oh, the physical, I'm talking about the physical trainer, of course. Oh, the Josh, the landscaper. <laughs> Josh, Josh Hawkins, Josh Hawkins, the landscaper. Yeah. So over on Ratatouille, they get Carson, and that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, Carson tells them Jam Jam is running the show over on Tika. Then MGM tells Carson that Jamie has an idol that doesn't mention that it's a fake. MGM causing chaos. Chaos, Matthew. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Sorry, no. Matthew. Chaos, Matt, maybe. Mm. Mischief, ma- mischief, Matt. Mischievous Matthew. Man, what a great, what a great time we're having here. <laughs> we have fun on this podcast. Uh, this is the only fun Survivor podcast, and that's true. Uh, Jamie joins Soka. Jamie immediately becomes the target. Danny goes through her bag but finds nothing. You know, I. Now that I feel like Jamie is winning, I am all all for her. I'm protecting her at all costs. I'm rooting for her. I I don't I don't get it. She's just like a vaguely positive person. She has no other discernible characteristics. Hmm. Rather than being a vaguely negative person, I would prefer to be a vaguely negative person. <laughs> at the immunity challenge, I have to climb a ladder. I want glass half empty representation. <laughs> Cross the balance beam and they do a puzzle. Soko wins. Ratatouille wins. Uh, Danny does the flip into the water and Jeff gives him an 11. Yeah, he does like a 630 centon. (laughs) Yeah, very cool. Um, This this challenge was fine. I don't know. Yeah, it was okay. I like when they have to jump off of uh, a thing and grab something off a rope and it's kind of hard to grab. Sure. Uh, Josh is the clear target on Tika. Yeah, Jam Jam thinks that he'll be the target because he's the bigger threat, though. Jam Jam and Sarah agree with Josh to vote for Krylin. Everybody's a target over here, apparently. Yeah, Jam Jam, uh, Jam Jam needs to work on how he talks to people, uh, if he wants to not get blindsided because, uh, you can't be like, I'm the most important person on the tribe all the time. That's not good. You shouldn't be yeah, doing that. That does kind of paint a big target on your back. Because even if you're not, that's just annoying to hear. Yeah, and then to be like, nobody, and Carolyn, no one suspects that you would be able to do anything. They think you're a literal baby, so we're going to yeah. pretend to vote for you. Adult genius, more like baby genius. Um, what about when... Josh plans to play the idol for Krylin uh, and then vote for Sarah. How about that plan? I was like, no, <laughs> like Josh, no, <laughs> Josh, don't do this. 
Uh, Krylin is really struggling with whether to stick it with Tika or join up with Josh. Yeah. Uh, what are we, what are we going to do? And at this point in the show, we would talk about wildlife shots, but apparently Jeff doesn't love us anymore. No, no wildlife shots. Sorry. None. You know, in the future, you were talking about, uh, we were talking about the Limbiscuit song, Roland, and we were talking about Roland. And I think every time that Roland comes up, it would be fun if, uh, Roland played. Okay. You, um, yeah. You you don't don't have to, you don't have to do that. It's just a thought. Yeah. I mean, it's your son, you know? You know how every son has his own entrance music for his dad. Yeah, he comes. Yeah, he comes out to the same entrance music as the uh, the American badass version of the Undertaker did. Um, if you okay, so in this scenario, you every time your dad is in a room and you are walking into that room, a song plays. You know, like a baseball player going up to the the mound. Yeah. Yep. The plate, or a wrestler going to the ring. Uh, this is you walking into the same room as your dad. What song is playing? Uh, Temporary Secretary by Paul McCartney. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've heard that song. Sounds, I'm it is it is a song that Paul made to be, uh, he was like dicking around with synths. This was in his like very experimental, like late 70s, early 80s solo album stuff, which I think are is fun. The but- Christmas Time is Here era? He was also doing it for that. Um, this one, I think, is a better song than that, than uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. But uh, or I think it's just wonderful Christmas time. But anyway, um, temporary secretary is just has some like kind of grating sounding synths, and uh, the the chorus of it is him going temporary secretary. <laughs> it's a dumb little song. I like it. Some people say it's bad, but I disagree. I think that it's a fun I little song. I think everybody is wrong who says anything bad about Paul McCartney. Uh, people are I like, he a, thought he was making a cool song. And it's like, no, he's making a dumb little joke song. If I had a walk-up song for my dad to walk in on my dad, uh, I would probably say to Mexican. To walk in on my dad? That's a Whatever. weird way to phrase that. What is who your dad cares? doing that you're walking you in on him? Walking into the same room that he's already in. Okay. Your entrance theme. You are entering the room. The room, the entrance song for when I walk into the same room my dad is already in. That's the game we're playing. And it would be Mexican Radio by whoever did that song, Mexican Radio, because we still listen to that song a lot when we were kids. Not when (laughs) my dad was a kid. When I was a kid, my dad was driving. (laughs) What song is vice versa? Would your dad play as he walked into a room you were already in? What would my dad? My dad would play. Uh, <laughs> my dad would play "Cats in the Cradle" by uh, Harry Chapin. My dad would play "Beautiful Day" by U two. <laughs> That'd be so fucking stupid to have "Beautiful Day" play when you walked in. Do you want to hear the most my dad thing I do? Like sure. that I've adopted. When it is a particularly beautiful day, I will play that song. <laughs> and just look <laughs> at the nice blue sky. Yep. You know, you you're on the road, you're but right. you got no destination. <laughs> um, Josh is shocked by the switch and is extremely nervous at Tribal Council. Extremely nervous at Tribal Council. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Extremely nervous at Tribal Council. It's hard, you know? It's hard being a professional broadcaster. Jam Jam accidentally says her when referring to Josh, and Krylon thinks he's referring to her. What? What is is happening with Tika? I don't know. This is such a chaotic tribe. It's a very chaotic tribe, and they're falling apart very quickly. I think that, uh... Uh, is it Carson is, uh... Carson is... Carson is the new Ratatouille. He's yeah, the new but Remy. I think he was like a stabilizing force for that trial. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, Josh brings a different energy to this tribe than Carson did. Well, he just doesn't uh, have existing. I think it's not so much that Josh, I think his personality doesn't fit. I think it's just that he is an outsider and it caused all the existing relationships by not having Carson there. Like everything imploded. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Josh thinks it might be all a charade between this fight between Josh and not Josh, Jam Jam and Carolyn. Uh, 
And Carolyn points out that she's been Tika strong since the start. So how about that? But this actually, is great. This is great. Uh, this is a classic version of uh, working yourself into a shoot. Yeah. Yeah. They vote. Josh places idol for himself. Smart move. I feel like you should. I was so relieved. I was yeah. like, please don't do this. Uh, and then Sarah gets the other two votes. Josh negates the two votes, too. Uh, so Here is what I don't understand. Please tell me. If you're going to make the big move now, why wouldn't you vote Jam Jam out? Because they need Jam Jam for strength in the challenge. Is Jam Jam a physically? It, I, I don't. I guess I haven't. I. Well, I think Jam Jam has been fine in challenges. I don't think Jam Jam has been winning much of anything for them. He's bigger than Sarah, so he's better at challenges than Sarah. Simple as that. I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I mean, this was like a like a game strategic move. This was like a heading into the merge kind of move. And I think mm. you would want to take out the person that has been kind of the leader of the tribe and is like a very obvious strategic player, whereas Sarah, I think, is a little Sarah hasn't really found her way into what her game is yet. I think Carolyn is just closer to Jam Jam than she is to Sarah, and that's probably why they went that way. But also, like, you're you're already burning that bridge, though. Like, why yeah, not... Maybe, if you're going to burn the bridge with Jam Jam, why not just vote Jam Jam out? Maybe she feels like she can repair it. I don't see how that would happen, but okay. Well, that's why you got to tune in to find out. I will uh-huh. say also, she... Uh, granted, Carolyn probably, I don't think, was given any, any indication of who got her fake idol but it is kind of a bummer that that didn't actually get come into play at all right. because sarah immediately got voted out i think carolyn did see that sarah got it it just never was played man i wish sarah had played it that would have been so yeah. cool i love when people look like a fool on tv well the Early timing April. of it would have been so perfect too but like she was so she was so secure or she felt so secure that she didn't even play it she didn't even get to get embarrassed by the fake idol that she found so they're doing March Madness, the final four games, on April Fool's Day. Who are you so rooting how, for? Who, how, I'm rooting for the, all of them to have a good time, obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, I am wondering, though, how are we supposed to trust the results of the game when everything's a fucking joke on that day? Yeah, exactly. Like, is this real or is this a fucking joke? Like game? the refs blow the whistle for a foul and they're like, just kidding. <laughs> Is the Harlem Globetrotters going to show up? I don't know. How can I trust what's going to happen or what what does happen on my TV? And that's why I'm watching WrestleMania. Oh, my God. WrestleMania is on April Fool's Day. How am I supposed to trust the results of that? <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. The only results I trust are the ones Jeff Probst presents me. Uh, Thomas, last week you had 11 points. I had 14. That's right. I finally pulled ahead early on in the season. You got a point for Lauren surviving the Ratatouille tribe. Uh, I got a point for Kane surviving on that tribe. You got a point for Danny surviving on Soka. I got a point for Franny surviving on Soka. Oh, now I see why you want to jam jam out. Because I picked jam jam for Tika. So I got a point for him surviving. You picked Helen, who of course couldn't even make it past... Last week's episode, you got a point for Ratatouille surviving the reward challenge. I got a point for Soka winning the reward challenge. No chicken or eggs and for the reward. Sorry, guys. And girls. Uh, you got a point for Soka getting an immunity. I got a point for Ratatouille getting immunity. You did not get a point for Kane getting voted out, but I did get a point for Sarah getting voted out. How about that? You're off to a good start this season. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Panera nor Charmin have shown up yet, so no points for that. Uh, you have 15 points. I now have 19 points. Um, who do you think will win this next reward challenge? Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. Um, well, there's three I'm... tribes. <laughs> 
all like dignity. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Soka. I mean, it feels like the right choice, but, um, you know, I like to choose differently. So I'll save Ratatouille because they have mice in their brains. So they're like extra smart. They have the human brains, but then they also have the mice brains. Uh, what will the reward be? Man, it's been a lot of functional rewards. I have to think there's going to be some food soon. That's just said last week, and then they gave us some fucking tarps. It's a tarp. That is what I said. Remember that is Star what Wars? I said last week. Um, yes, I do remember Star Wars. Uh, boy, I'm going to say pizza. I will say watermelon. Who will win immunity? Uh, I will say Ratatouille. And I will say Soka, obviously. We really have no faith in the Tika tribe, huh? No, I mean, they, they got to give us a reason. Who will be removed from the game? I'll say Jam Jam. Wow. I think... I mean, maybe I'm just a sucker for promos, but I think it's MGM's time to go. Apparently this arm's uh, getting to him, you know? Okay. Sure. Okay. That's a good, that's a good take, actually. That is a pretty good take. Uh, do you think... All I can think with MGM is just his face coming out like the lion. Yeah. Before the, the opening credits of a movie. I hope they do that at some point. Like, he, he like, shouts in the same kind of way that the lion does at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then he's like, that's all, folks. Yeah, that would be good, too. Why hasn't Porky Pig ever been on Survivor? Thomas, do you want to do a Survivor simulated season where we do the Looney Tunes? <laughs> Looney Tunes season? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be really fun. You know what else is fun? Yeah, the Traitors. Yeah. Thomas, do yeah, you want to yeah. talk the traitors? Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's full of low. I like the garlic. I did watch the traitors, uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. Oh God, it's so much fun. I want the show is is bumps up like probably three or four levels. Just Alan Cumming is having so much fun doing yes. it. Like yes, it's very, it's really infectious. I want to see him run like an escape room. Mm. It seems like this is it seems like something he's wanted to do. Like this is what he wants to do. He just can't justify it because you don't get paid enough to normally do it. So like finally he gets to yeah. do his dream job. I I've looked into doing escape rooms guides or whatever, being the person in charge. Um, and uh, I don't think they even make enough money for me, who is uh, not Alan Cumming. In terms yeah. of fame. Alan Cumming makes a lot of money when he does stuff. Yeah. I make significantly less money. Um, and even that was not enough for me. You're more like Alan going when it comes to your income. Better the first time you made the joke. This episode was called The Mask is Slipping. Sari has voted for Cody because they've been going about this all wrong. Or excuse me, they've been getting it wrong. How about that for... Uh, Fucking, how about that? You said last week, oh, we'll only do this in your desperate, desperate, desperate situation. Well, Sari did it. Yep, it was, you know, this is why Sari's out there doing it and I'm not, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you be on the traitors? I would not be on the traitors. I would. I would have so much fun and I would be the best at it. Um, so, Angelica is murdered. What did we think of this? Remind me, which one is uh, Angelica? <laughs> yeah, I really, I, it, not someone that I really thought about very much, is what I would say. You're too busy thinking about Alan coming. Alan. Yeah, I'm not thinking about Angelica Pickles or whatever. That's funny. Alan is wearing a red, brown, and blue plaid coat, red tie, yellow shirt, brown vest, and a gold brooch with a red jewel and a green pocket square it's i am amazed every time how many colors he can add to one outfit yeah he loves he 
I every time I think I have pegged what he's gonna wear, he does something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything is kind of the same, but he's always got a new look, and I love it. Also, did you know? Do you know how to spell brooch? Like you, a, a pendant, a large, pretty pendant you would wear. Yeah, it's spelled chest. like brooch, isn't it's it? It's spelled like brooch, which I didn't. I was today years old when I learned it's spelled brooch. Uh, so that's fun. Christian tells Quentin that he's confident Shelby's a traitor. Why? It is really fun to watch knowing as an omniscient audience mm-hmm. how little sense everyone's. It really is. It is just people just being like, I don't know. The vibes seem good or bad, but them yeah. just everyone's so <laughs> confident in their reading on people and no one is right. Uh, until... Except for Stephanie LaGrosa, apparently. Well, yeah, but the funny thing about that is, like, she was dead on, and then immediately after being proven right, she goes in the exact wrong direction. So it's like, even when you're right, that doesn't mean that you're going to be right again. I was thinking, speaking of being an omniscient audience, I was thinking, would it be more fun if we only knew who, like, one or two of the traitors were, and then we have to figure out who the last one or two is? I think you got to go all or nothing. I think either you mm. don't tell anybody, the audience doesn't know who they are, or the audience knows who all of them are. I think it would just be hard to shoot around otherwise. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so horrible news. Ghosts have destroyed Alan's billiard room. I love this so much. It's so good. He was, Alan was really having fun with the prompt for this one. <laughs> it's just like, oh, something terrible has happened. Um... Uh, the winners get a trip to the armory. The boys win. Um, I, I love how I didn't write down any details from this challenge. Ghost destroyed Alan's billiards room and the boys won the challenge. So that's right. They won it because they were able to identify one of three objects that had been switched, which was tied for the most of any of the groups, but they, they acted very quickly. And so they won on that tiebreaker. What object did they find? They found a violin that had been switched out for, I believe, a clarinet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, they switched out white wine for red wine or something for Siri. And, like, that's... Like, if we're in an escape room, that's a great puzzle. Um, but it felt hard. Like, who's going to notice, you know? I'm never looking at wine. Yeah, I, I, I definitely wouldn't have noticed that because I'm not a wine drinker. You know, Actually, I can tell the difference between the two if I look at it, but I'd just be like, oh, a bottle of wine. When I'm looking at wine, I don't even see color. <laughs> that's right. Except for like a dark, dark green. I feel like that's a lot of wine bottles. Okay, well, the boys go to the armory and Ari gets another shield. Um... Ari's, like, the hero we need? Is that the idea? That's, like, what the what feels like is building here. Like, who's I guess. Gonna stop the traitors. It's Ari. This is actually an origin story for... Uh, he's going to take his winnings, and he's going to make a baked goods company that also... Uh, they make some restaurants that aren't very good. Who's that? His name's Arnie. Oh... Yeah, okay, sure. Um, yeah, my, I think my mom worked there as a teenager. Arnie's, yeah. That is yeah. very, that is a very, like, you know why? Because the, the or it's mostly like teenage waiters in those places. It's because uh, the tips are not good and the check sizes are not good. Mm. Uh, Stephanie tells Andy that Sari wanted to come onto the show as a traitor, but Sari denies it. I don't know why Stephanie is coming after Sari now. Sari definitely said this, right? Like, Yeah, probably. I mean, it seems in character. I don't know that we ever saw her say it. I also don't think it would be like, I don't even think if you did say it, I think you could own up to it. I would just be like, yeah, I think that it would be fun to play as a, as a traitor. I think yeah. anyone would think it would be fun to play as a traitor. I just that's not what I am. Uh, Sari addresses these rumors at the round table immediately uh, after they start, and Shelby is voted out. And then in the well tower, Alan comes in and allows them to recruit one more traitor. Who's it going to be, you think? 
I was kind of wondering that myself. Um, it's definitely not going to be Kate. I think we, we, we know that. Yeah, she's busy raising Aaron. What if it was Kate, I could see though? it be. I could that see would be it being so funny. That would be so funny. I could see it being Stephanie, but I don't necessarily think they're going to go there. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like it is going to be Ari. Oh, I think he would be a good pick for them. Because he's the hero boy, you know? And I don't think there's a lot of suspicion or... on him. And he is in kind of like a leadership position, so. Right. Um, he, yeah, he's like taken over for Kyle as like the mouthpiece of the house. Um, but isn't, no offense to Kyle, but isn't stupid. <laughs> yeah. Smarter Kyle. Smarter, faster, more productive Kyle. Uh, Kyle XY. I think Ari is like one of the most hated bachelors of all time. Yeah, I have no read on that, but that sounds about right. Apparently he was a motor race car driver. Interesting. Let's see what Ari's all about. Ari Lewandick Jr. Uh, he was born in 1981. Um, he did he did cars. He did The Bachelor. Um, he was in the movie Cars. He was in the movie Cars. He was all the cars. Uh, he asked Rebecca Becca Cuffrin to marry him at the season finale. However, he later regretted rejecting Lauren Burnham, the runner-up, and tried to rekindle things with her. Uh, Lundick and Kufrin broke up after the show, but the breakup was televised. So it wasn't after the show. It was on the show. Whatever. Lundick revealed that he had been talking to Burnham, and the two began dating. Okay. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm sure this was a scandal in some way. I, this means nothing to me. <laughs> it sounds like somebody dated somebody and then decided to date someone else. Is he a bad guy? Is that a bad thing to do? Um, okay, well, um, that's, um, that's the traitors. Trader talk. But it's not the only show on TV. Thomas, did you watch... It's not the only show on TV. Uh, did you watch The Challenge Chunk last night? That's not what it's called. Thomas, there's a third show on television? <laughs> there's even more from what I can tell. Did you watch The Challenge Global Domination last night? No, I did not. I don't think that's what it's called either. Uh, well, Wes and his partner Zara won The Challenge. Uh, oh, the challenge was really fun. They had to run between two descending gates, all of them at the same time, until, uh, you know, they couldn't make it anymore. And the last person to make it in wins. So Wes and his partner Zara won the challenge. Also, Wes, you know Wes, he's been around forever. And we've always been yes. like, what, what Weston. Exactly? What exactly does West do? Do you know what West does? What does West do? Well, he's finally put a title to his job in canon. He is what we call a venture capitalist. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they vote in Kellyanne and her partner Tristan again, as well as Jody and her partner Benha. From the Challenge Australia, Briny Dawson guest hosted most of this episode because TJ. Guess why TJ wasn't there? Uh, why wasn't TJ there? No, you have. How to wasn't what? there was TJ? How there wasn't he? Okay. Uh, what 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 do you th- if you had to guess, and you do have to guess. Uh, he was in a motorcycle accident. Quite the opposite. He was inducted into the BMX Hall of Fame. Oh, that whips ass. Congratulations, yeah. TJ. Jody and Banha versus Naya and Rodrigo in the elimination where they have to carry buckets of oil up a ramp and fill a large container with the oil. Uh, Jody and Banha won, which I was sad to see because I don't care about either of them. Uh, love Naya and Rodrigo seemed cool too. He spoke Spanish most of the time, and I'm trying to learn Spanish, you know, so that was fun. 
that's the challenge this week. Uh, there's music on it. Thomas, this is the music minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. And we had one song. One song? Wow. One song. It was released September 3rd, 2021. How old would you have been September 3rd, 2021? September 3rd, 2021. Wow. I would have been uh, newly turned 30. I would have been 30 in a couple weeks. I would have been 30 uh, just about a week from uh, our favorite holiday. Uh, this is the artist's fifth, fifth, fifth single off of her debut album. I was trying to say first and fifth at the same time. Fifth single, first album. Wow, fifth single? Yeah. Popular. Uh, The song resents the idea that one's teenage years are the best years and shares a sentiment of teenage frustration. Is this like an Olivia Rodrigo thing? It is an Olivia Rodrigo song, yes. It features a guitar riff similar enough to the one in Elvis Costello's Pump It Up that she was accused of plagiarism. Elvis Costello wrote on Twitter about it. This is fine by me. It's how rock and roll works. You take the broken pieces of another thrill and make a brand new toy. That's what I did. Did you know uh, that... Did you know what he took the guitar riff from Pump It Up from? What did he take it from? He uh, took it from Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues. He just redid that one, basically. Yeah. There's only so many chords, okay? Yeah. You gotta, You can only put them in so many different orders. Um, Heather Fairs of All Music described the guitars as the musical equivalent of an eye roll. <laughs> That's funny. Was it, a, is it good for you or was it a different one? It's not good for you. It's a different one. Uh, it's got one word, one letter too many for a it, feature on one wordle. Is it sour? No, that would be one letter too few for one wordle. Um, Entertainment Weekly called it the best song of 2021, saying it is like stepping through a Lollapalooza looking glass. The alt nation swagger and blown out guitar fuzz. Is it brutal? It's brutal of the breeders and Elastica reborn in one dimpled Gen Z teen. Yes, brutal is the correct answer. Um, Man, people love to overpraise that album, huh? I guess. I feel like I listened to it maybe one time. It's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Uh, Thomas, I am now, um, speaking of favorites, I'm going to DM you something, a link on our favorite website, twitter.com, for a new segment, favorite segment, that has evolved from our previous favorite segment. This is called Pope's Quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Yes, Pope's Quiz. So I sent you this week's Quopes quiz. I think it's going to be easiest if we just run through the Quopes quiz questions. Oh, that's fun, Triple Q. So we're, we're seeing what kind of rat you are, correct? Yes, yeah, so this week's question here is, we know you're a rat. Now let's find out exactly what kind of rat you are. This is by right. Megan 4BFA2A481. Community contributor <laughs> with 310 That's a lot posts. of Megans. Well, you know, it's a popular name. <laughs> Which one do you think Megan Merkel is? Probably Megan 1. Uh, yeah, Megan 1. First question, pick a food. Croissant, tacos, burger, pizza. I am, I, do you have it pulled up? I do have it pulled up. I'm looking at it right now. Croissant, tacos, burger, pizza. I've got to go pizza there. Jake, what do you think I'm going to put for this? Sorry, I'm already on question two. I've already forgotten. Um, you're going to go with burger, I bet. Wrong. Croissant. Okay. Croissant's actually just a burger with, like, less meat and less Yeah, it bread. could be a croissant burger. It could, could be, be both. Burger. What's your ideal day look like? A day in sleeping and a day in sleeping and getting caught up on work? I think it's supposed to be sleeping in, but... You know, whatever. Look. Whatever. A day full of good food and good times, a busy, productive day, a luxurious day at the spa. Day full of good times and good times. Good food and good the times. The sleeping in part, I like. The getting caught up on oh, work it's actually part, in I'm sleeping. not so sure about. You're actually yeah. in sleeping that day, Excuse- not sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 
My mistake. Uh, I think I'm going to say a day full of good food and good times. That's what I said. Why would you want anything else? Uh, our, our mutual friend is coming down uh, this weekend, and I'm really excited to go out with somebody who doesn't already live in this city. Yeah, it's nice to be able to have an excuse to go places. Yeah. Uh, if you were a rat, what color would you be? Cream, light gray, dusty gray, tan. Hmm. I feel like light gray. This is a classic rat color, you know? I'm going to say dusty gray. Hmm. Choose a cheese, cheddar, feta, pepper jack, brie. You know I'm Gotta go feta. cheddar. Cheddar? Cheddar. It's a good cheese. I picked feta, obviously. Best cheese in the business. <laughs> okay, Thomas, now we gotta choose a rat home. Oh, great. Um, a random fallen cotton ball, rat bed with sheets, on a bed of warm old rice, the sewer water. Obviously rat bed with sheets. Next question. I don't know. The sewer water sounds kind of fun. Random falling cotton ball, boring. Rat bed with sheets. I'm already in a bed with sheets. I'm a human. And a warm bed of old rice. Mm, no, that, doesn't sound, that sounds gross. Sewer water? Kind of fun. Kind of adventurous. I'm a sewer rat, I think. Do you like being a rat? <laughs> yes, I love it. It's showbiz baby. <laughs> I am more than a rat. I'm a unique soul. Very good sometimes, very bad sometimes. Um, what are you picking? Very good sometimes, very bad sometimes. I'm picking it's showbiz, baby. That was my next choice. <laughs> Describe your rat behavior, your rat behavior, obviously. Uh, very rat-like, scurrying and biting things. Classical, elegant, lots of jumps, get the food. Obviously classical, elegant. <laughs> I'm going to go... Lots of jumps get the food. And what's your rat sound? Thomas, can you read out the rat sounds for me? I, I gotta get a drink of water. It's a wee wee woo uh, jock <coughs> skakabajik voo. It's just a bunch of consonants, basically. And then tick, 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 tick. There's actually which I think is what I'm going to pick. Oh, yeah, tick, 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 tick. This seems like the best option. Uh, actually, if it were an option, I would say my rat sound is tick, 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 boom. <laughs> the hives? Remember the hives? Do you remember the hives? I do remember that. I'm just very... It, it's, not a, it's not a problem with that. The pro, There was a second where I thought you were talking about that one movie that Andrew Garfield's in. But the, uh, the the thing that I was distracted by is the next question, which is who is your rat idol? Two of these are not rats. The Rat King, Elvin, Stuart Little, Remy. Um, well, actually, one of them is several rats. Yeah, that's true. Stuart Little is a mouse, and Alvin mm. is a chipmunk. Yeah, but the Rat King is several rats, so that makes up for... Um, rat Kings terrify me, and I hate them, and I wish they would all die. Alvin has always bothered me. don't like him. He's annoying. Stuart Little... <laughs> He's cute. a dickhead and not a rat. <laughs> cute. Stuart Little, cute, but not my vibe. I gotta, gotta go pick Remy. I gotta pick Ratatouille. It's Ratatouille. Are you really a rat? I think some days, with all my heart and soul, live or die rat. Live or die rat. Uh, with all my heart and soul is what I'm picking. If you had the, oh my god, if you had the choice to become human, would you run? Yes. Much easier to move with longer limbs. No. Maybe today. I love how Maybe quizzes, today. I love how in quizzes like this, there's always some boring neutral answer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Depends on how I feel. Um, if I could become human, what would I do? Yeah, I would move with my longer limbs. That sounds fun. Thomas. What'd you get? I'm a rat with a hat. Party time. I am also a rat with a hat. You are a rat who lives behind a Mexican restaurant in the middle of the suburbs. <laughs> you spend your nights munching on rotten cilantro, lots of beans, and the occasional dollop of sour cream. Live, laugh, love, hat rat. Great stuff. Now we know. Now we know. Um, so next week, uh, we'll do another Quopes quiz. <laughs> 
Thomas, if people wanted to send you a Quopes quiz and it has to be related to Survivor or reality TV in some way, where would they do that? They can do that uh, at Tom Not Tom on Twitter. Uh, or uh, DYWSLN. We'll also accept submissions there. Or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. Um, DM those to us. Yes. And I'll, uh, we'll do it whenever I open the Instagram page again. I think it's been a year or two since I've opened that. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a, but you open it and there's like a bunch of expired offers for of million dollar ad buys. Please. Yeah. It's, it's like, the, it right uh, have you ever now. seen, see. do you remember when T-Pain was like, I didn't realize how messages worked on this. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he looked and there was like a thousand unread messages on his Instagram. That's true. Um, let's see. I have one message, um, from a friend and I have, um, an, oh, somebody liked a post of mine from last summer. Um, and also, also, here's a new thing Instagram is doing with notifications. Sometimes they tell you that other people are also on Instagram. Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to switch over to the shows page. Uh, oh, holy shit, there's a rat. Okay, so that was a really long setup for that joke. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon. Did you get it? Did you, you didn't laugh at my really good bit. And I did like acting and everything. I'm sorry, I'll do better next time. Thank you. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash justpodcast. Thomas, what show would you like to shout out at this point? Uh, boy, let's shout out Hope and Change. Let's, let's we got to get some subscribers to that and yeah. uh so we can reach out to Barack and yeah. you know let him know yeah we should say first subscriber um you're not getting the first episode of Hope and Change I'm sorry uh first episode will come out maybe second subscriber uh because first subscriber is the letter to Barack Obama that says would you like to Please come host this podcast with us. We're like the Bruce Springsteen of Survivor. We are like the Bruce Springsteen of Survivor. I think that's very obvious. Everybody's saying it. It's only a million dollars a month. If you're looking for a cheaper option, of course, the next lowest is just arithmetic, and that's only $160,000 a month. Yeah, People that's have that kind of money. Pretty reasonable. Like, if you have that kind of money and you're not paying for this show, you're a fucking scrub and I don't want anything to do with you. Get out of here. Yeah. Can't get no love from us. I'm an umpire, but everybody is a billionaire, and all I say is, get out of here. Get out. You're out. Yeah. Uh, we uh, want to thank the fans for listening. Thomas, We'd like to thank the listeners for listening. That's good. Um, hmm. Uh, our last post on the Only Survivor podcast on Instagram is something that says Pirate Ships Ahoy. <laughs> Was that a sure. bit we had done on the show? I don't know. Was it something... Did we talk about how... Uh, I didn't realize that Chips Ahoy was a play on Ships Ahoy. It's entirely that's what the pun possible. is. Um, it's from July 17th of last year, so if you want to go back and listen to whatever episode that was, maybe that'll enlighten us in some way. <laughs> what a great show. Um, here's still a rat on this Instagram page, but, you know, I guess we'll call an Instagram guy. What are the guys who, call, who kill bugs and rats called? Yeah. What, what yeah. Are the guy, what are they called? The guys that kill bugs and rats. The guys who kill bugs and rats. It's exterminators, baby. We can need an Instagram exterminator. Okay, uh, let's review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, what do they write, Thomas? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I gave it a big thumbs up. Spotify won't let me leave a review, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Good stuff. Um 
definitely had a dream about Spotify Wrapped, and we were the number one podcast. Of, That's right. Uh, you were the number one podcast of your own listening <laughs> Yep. But you know what? I got to tell you, there's a chance that dream comes true. Very true. Um, I, real quick dream. What do we call the dream one? Did you sleep last night? Did you sleep last night? Yes. Did you sleep last night? I feel like we need to remove Did You Sleep Last Night from the Patreon and just make it a full-fledged segment. Because I, I gotta tell you this dream I had. I had a dream I uh, took a kayak to the northernmost point of Antarctica, and Antarctica was on the north side of the globe. Wow. It was daunting. and uh, When I you very, woke up, were you relieved? I genuinely was. I was like, oh, thank God, that wasn't real. Because, you know, as we all know, um, the ice is melting because the globe is getting hotter. And people complain about it, but I'm excited because I love summertime. So with that, I say, have a great summer. Deuces. feel like an adult that's good that's good that is good i feel like an adult too the sequel to adults adult 2 hyper adult there's a movie called cube 2 hypercube and i think that's that's one of the better like stupid you know x you know whatever movie number two whatever the stupid other title of it is you've given me an idea thomas for a What's sequel that? with a great title. Remember the movie Baby Geniuses? Yeah, are you talking about uh, Baby Geniuses 2 Super Babies? There's Baby Geniuses 2 Super Babies. But here's the thing. Those movies came out in the 1990s. Those babies are all grown up now. What about a movie, Baby Geniuses 3, Adult, Adult Geniuses? Geniuses. <laughs> yep, I love it. I'm on board. got damn imposter syndrome and you hear about this mm, tell me my um my toxic trait is i <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good Continue. my love language is that i uh my enneagram is that and i'm a uh my zodiac is and uh yeah what else? What, what, what's another love. way that people like to categorize themselves? Um, I, this is my office Briggs. character I am. I'm an INFP, INFJ, all those. EFP. Yeah. yeah. I'm an ESPN. Because <laughs> I love sports. But also I'm extroverted. Extroverted sports fanatic. No joke. That's what Ian spins. Fanatic is spelled like the Philly exactly. fanatic. <laughs> That's an inside joke for Philly fans. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>